Lord this morning. Hallelujah. Three times this, this morning, I've already heard the word prayer closet. Once, Mr. Floxon, as we were praying this morning. Amen. That was good. Y'all missed it. That was good. some good prayer time. Hallelujah. And then twice it was mentioned. Once it was mentioned up there. It's just mentioned right there. And we're going to, that's what we're going to be talking about. Today, is the, the message is going to be a call to prayer. A life dedicated to prayer. Brother, before we, we go to that, I just I want to share a little bit about our ministry and let y'all know what's going on with our ministry. Um, again, uh, my name is Ben Elliott. As uh, Pastor Shaja mentioned, I grew up in this church. Amen. An awesome church. I just, I'm just here just enjoying the presence of the Lord just as you are, just seeking God's face and just being here with the family of God. And I just, I just, wow, I've just been, I miss being in this place. I miss being in this place a lot. And I'll tell you what, you guys that are here, just grab a hold on to everything uh, that, that, is offered, that God is offering to you in this place. This is, the, this is an awesome church, a great church to be, to be a part of, a spirit-led church, amen, a Bible-based church, a spirit, let, let the spirit flow in this church, and just stay. You're in a good place. You're in a good place this morning, and I just, um, I just bless you in the name of Jesus, and I'm just blessed to be here, um, Church of God. I just, just love you guys. I've been praying for you guys uh, constantly. God puts your, uh, you on my heart, amen, and stay. Um, thank you for your prayers for us in Zacatecas this last summer, um, a little more calm, no more bullet holes in the van. Amen. Hallelujah. Quien vive? Yes, su nombre. Yes, su hijo. So I'm going to go, Quien vive? You're going to say, Cristo. Quien vive? Now say, Yes, su nombre. You guys are going to say, Gloria. Yes, su nombre. And yes, sus hijos. La victoria. Yes, sus hijos. Quien vive? Yes, su nombre. Yes, sus hijos. Amen. Applause be for Christ. Amen. So no more, no more bullet holes. Amen, church. Thank you for that. Um, there's just so much, so much more of a spirit of peace in the area. Amen. God has sent his invisible soldiers. All right. And um, the, the Mexican Marines, the physical soldiers, are. there's much more presence in our area now. We can drive from one village to the next and uh, with a little less uh, anxiety, I guess you could say. Amen. God has given my wife, um, wife peace as we travel. And this, thank you. Thank you, church, for, for your prayers. And this, they, this has been a good. Hallelujah. <laughs> now we can now we go into a, a town and they'll say, hey, do you know they were here? The bad guys, uh, the drug cartels. And no, we didn't know they were here. Well, they were just here. Didn't see them. No, we didn't see anything. But, but God's protection. Amen. The protection from a high. Great is he who is in us. Amen. Is with us. With us, that protects us, that covers us. Amen. He, he is greater and He is with us, and we just trust in Him. Amen. Hallelujah. We're going to continue doing what He's called us to do. So, again, I thank you for your prayers. He is, uh, we have felt His divine protection in our ministry. We have somebody down there for the first time, um, somebody that's solid, somebody that's humble, that's called by God, down there uh, with the Paloma, with the vehicle. He's doing a Bible study for us down there in uh, Laguna Grande, Montesco. But the first time after five years, remember, folks, Zacatecas is the hardest place in in mexico to preach the gospel because we're talking central mexico the oldest part of mexico so we're talking about an area that the kingdom of darkness has reigned for too long amen the king of heaven he wants to have his way and god is moving amen hallelujah people are getting saved people are discipled we got we had we saw some people baptized again remember we, it was five years to see the first baptism candidates amen hallelujah so Ruben, he's and his wife are down there. They've got the van. They're doing the, the Bible study and this 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 uh, Thanksgiving. We're going to be going down. That's why we're here right now. We normally come up around Thanksgiving time. We visit the church, visit our our church family, and we visit our 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 family here in, uh, in Ripley. And it's they normally we come up this time, but we're going to go down there this uh, Thanksgiving and uh, um, do a contract and a building to rent a building to launch the church. Amen. Hallelujah. Just eight year, years eight years ago, the the head priest. Dick, declared that town that whole county 100 percent catholic we don't we don't uh, accept any other uh, doctrines any other sex anything else and uh but god has his way amen god has his way and it's the we're just we're just uh, excited about seeing that happen uh happen god's god's church being raised up in that place amen hallelujah uh you know after five years of working in the hardcore mountain villages y'all remember the story as i told you before about the rejection about that guy that burned the bibles back in the other villages God, God is God is doing uh, awesome things. Amen. Now we're here in this town of Montescobedo, and it's the, um, we're just um, the Lord is uh, Lord is doing what He told me He would do. Our vision is still the same. We're still evangelizing, discipling, and church planning, doing our part to great to fulfill the Great Commission. This church is just 
I don't think there's a lot of churches around out there that are like this church that really has taken its role to say, hey, we, we, are, we have to be a light to the nations. We, ha- we have the responsibility. Amen, hallelujah. We have the responsibility to get the gospel to the ends of the earth. And this church trained me that, showed me that, trained me that, sent me out, hallelujah, and continues to send out and pray for those doing that and doing that right here in their Jerusalem and Stillwater. So we're just, I'm just so excited. I'm, you, you can be excited again. Amen. We can all be excited that we're part of this church, of this body that God, God has, has formed. Amen, hallelujah. And Guadalupe Victoria Village, uh, some of you guys that came down. Is Brother Ken here this morning? No? The team that came that a few years ago. Um, and that village, um, that was the village where the, the Bibles were burnt. Okay? It's a long story we're not going to get into. But there's, uh, there's a remnant. God always has a remnant. Amen? God always has a remnant. God didn't tell us that we were going to uh, plant a church in every village. But he did tell us that we're going to go and sow the seeds in many places. Amen? And so we give them an opportunity. We're doing our part by sowing the seeds. Well, praise the Lord, there's a, there's a remnant. There's two ladies there that are, that are dedicated, that want to follow the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. So what we're doing is we're picking them up and we're taking them to another village. And they were actually baptized this, this summer. And, and get this, they had to go to, but to go with us to be baptized. Amen. They had to tell their family that they were going with us on, on just on a fun day. They couldn't say, we're going to go with him to be baptized. Not because they're ashamed of the gospel or his name. Not because they're ashamed of being associate, associated with us. Para nada. No. Because they were just being wise. As a serpent humbles a dove. Because that's the only way they're going to get to go. Amen. Hallelujah. And so, wow. Praise God. I mean, I just, I just praise God for those two sisters in that village. That, I mean, they're, they, they're, they're, they're the example of the, the early church Christians. They're willing to give everything, to leave everything to follow him. So it's they, well, it's just it's exciting to be part of that. There's down there in Zacatecas, there's there's no concept, such thing as a concept of a lukewarm Christian. That doesn't exist. It's it's all or nothing. Do it as Cristiano, no es Cristiano. And Parral, you guys may have seen the picture. We we painted the first uh, first church, the first wall of little church there. Man, hallelujah, that's exciting. Like I said, in Montescobello, we've been, we're about to launch the church there. We had our fifth outreach this summer. Many people were saved. There was actually miracles. Wow, something crazy to happen in Zacatecas where the people just don't believe in those kind of things, all right, except that they use voodoo, all right. But there were some, uh, some miracles that happened, and uh, for the fifth time in a row, we did this outreach, and the mayor let us rent the place free, zero, free, when normally he rents the, the, the location for $200 a night. God's favor, God's grace. The people are getting excited. The local people are getting excited about what God's doing. They're seeing that these people are for real. What they have is for real. What we need what they have. What is this joy they have? What is this passion that they have? We need that. Because what we have is not cutting it. Amen? And so it's, they, um, yeah, it's, it's just amazing what, what God's doing in, that, in that, that particular building we're going to rent. Let me tell you this. We were in competition with one of the local powerful political parties to rent the building. You know what the lawyer told me? He said, you know what? I don't want to go with those guys because they're just going to trash this place. <laughs> I know I'm going to go with you guys because you guys are going to take care of this place. God's favor. People on the outside, the world, they see our fruits. They see what we're about. Uh, and the, the, our actions are, speak louder than words. Amen, brothers and sisters? So I want to thank you again for those jackets that you um, all um, most... Raise your hand if you uh, were able to uh, find a, a jacket out there that you were able to donate last year. There we had so many. They just kept coming and coming. And it's the, you were able to bless. We were able to bless so many people with those jackets. Some of the jackets from New Covenant, it's the CJ, they still had the tags on them. It's like, how, did, how was that used? But praise the Lord. Thank you. Thank you for that. And the people in Zacatecas, they thank you for that. It's very cold in Zacatecas. It's high altitude. And you were able to warm some people physically and warm some people spiritually. I think some of you guys prayed a little anointing action on some of those jackets. I'll tell you what, hallelujah. Felt that. Put those jackets on. The Lord's working, brothers and sisters. The Lord is working. This, this event, this, this last event we did, uh, uh, outreach, evangelistic uh, crusade we did there this summer, was the first time I had it led all by our people. All right? I had our little team help doing the ushering, all right? doing the prayer for the people, um, taking crowd control, doing the children. They led the whole thing. Amen? They're stepping it up. They're used to, they're come, they come from a religion where they didn't have to do anything. All right? They had no responsibility. And now they're getting excited that they have a part in it. Hallelujah. They have a part in what God's move is. Hallelujah. 
So stay. you know what? There's just so many needs, so many needs, but we're just going to help where God sends us to go. God is our Holy Spirit, is our GPS. If he says to go to the right, we're going to go to the right. If he says to go to the left, we're going to go to the right. Hallelujah. He's going to be our GPS, and we're going to help out. Uh, we had been praying for a while, my wife and I, for an opportunity to minister to uh, a tribe down there called the Wichol tribe, the Wichol people. Kiaku, hola, nenititiwa, Benjamin. Trying to learn a few words. My name is Benjamin. Cristo mesiwakayere, Cristo vive. Jesus loves you. Amen. Cristo payaniere. Jesus, Jesus lives. We had been praying for a door, and the Lord kept saying, hold off, hold off. We'd been praying for a door to be able to minister, to start getting a door into to the Wichol people. Because they come down to all our towns and villages, and they sell their beateries. They look for work, employment, all right, from their mountains, their federal, they protect. We're talking about a tribe some 60,000 strong. Maybe some five, I think there's maybe some 5,000 believers of those 60,000. It's, it's a pretty low number. You can only go to certain, certain villages that, that, they, um, that there's been a breakthrough. That there's been a spiritual breakthrough. Amen. Hallelujah. That, that the uh, leaders will let you go in because most of the villages are, are, are controlled by the shamans, by the, uh, the witch doctors. There they practice an animist, animistic religion. All right. They worship the animals and whatnot. So it's the, um, the Lord brought in. Guess what? How? Guess how God put that together. The Lord said, you be patient. I'm going to bring this ministry into you. So I said, I'm not going to go there and start a, a whole other ministry. If there's somebody working, Lord, connect me with that person. Connect me with that, someone that has a passion for these people. Amen. Hallelujah. So I can help that brother out. So I can serve that brother. Amen. Hallelujah. And uh, the Lord brought in this sister and her family to our, our, our congregation there in Montescobedo. She was backslidden. And here we are having services for two summers. And she would just be plagued by this music, this Christian music, because she was a Christian. She had walked to the Lord before, but she was backslidden. She would try. She kept trying to um, turn up those soap operas. Okay, she kept trying to turn up those soap soap operas and the and the secular radio, but couldn't drown us out. And the Holy Spirit kept saying, "Go over there, go over there with them. I'm calling you back to me." And oh, she kept trying to turn up the volume and, and couldn't drown us out. Well, so anyway, this sister, this sister that's now a, a vital part of the body. Okay, she's a leader, and she's part of the Bible study that's going on right now. Amen, hallelujah. She came from another town where this is this brother that has a ministry already to these people. And we got to go, my wife and I, something we'd prayed for and prayed for the Lord. Give us this opportunity to adore into the Wichol people. And they're through this, through this, um, this pastor that we met, through this sister that came to the Lord, that, that, that came back to the Lord in Montescobe that was from this other town. Amen. It's that we were able to help him out and be able to bless him. Amen. Hallelujah. That's what God does. When we seek him, when we seek his will, amen, we ask him to work it out his way, not our way. He opens doors that we couldn't imagine. Amen. Hallelujah. Folks, if you don't have a prayer life, it is impossible for you to be effective as a Christian in today's world. James declared in James 516. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. It needs to be effective. It needs to be perfect. And it needs to be done by a righteous person. Are you living, walking out righteousness, brothers and sisters? Amen. Hallelujah. How is your prayer life? I give you, I, I give you a call to prayer this morning. Amen. And through the worship, through the, 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 the whole service, I believe that's what the Lord's uh, been saying this morning to the, to the body. But we need to seek him and we need to seek him more. The times are evil, brothers and sisters. We need to be lifting each other up. Amen. Hallelujah. We need to be seeking his face. Amen. Hallelujah. For our families, for our church, for this nation, for the world. We need to come back to intercession. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to Dios. The Lord told me to, to preach this word. I was like, Lord, but NCF, I mean, they're, they're a church. That, they're a prayer church. They're a prayer warrior church. And the Lord's like, we'll just remind them to keep doing that and do more of that. Remind them I want, to, I want to continue moving in their midst. Remind them I want to open the doors, the windows of heaven and pour out blessing upon blessing upon them. Remind them to pray in the spirit on all occasions. Remind them to de- dedicate their lives to prayer. Amen, glory to Dios. Jesus Christ, righteousness incarnate, himself, the son of the living God, he set the example in prayer. If he set the example in prayer, if he took time out, when the multitudes would follow him, when he would take time out to seek God, to find that secret place. I tell you what, that closet, it's not far away, brothers and sisters. It's five steps away in your prayer closet. Hallelujah. No está lejos. Amén, gloria a Dios. 
If he took time to seek the Father, we shouldn't we do the same? We need to take time daily and seek the Father. In, in Matthew 14, 13, the multitudes had been following him. Our compassionate Lord had just heard some pretty startling news. The beheading, beheading of John the Baptist. And what does he do? He goes to that deserted place and he seeks the Lord. Tell your neighbor, seek the Lord. Tell him, tell him, but tell him, dile con ganas, tell him, seek the Lord. He sought the Lord. And then he came back. What startling news. Wow. His cousin, John the Baptist, dear friend, had just been beheaded. Here he, here he goes, Lord, I need you. I need you. I know there's this, this multitude here, but I need you. We need that refilling constantly. If he needs the refilling, tell you what, you and I, we need that refilling constantly of the Holy Spirit in our lives, the presence of God in our lives. Every day, every moment, we need a refilling of his, his presence in our lives. So what did he do? He went to that deserted place. He said, Lord, I need you. He came back. He healed the sick. Hallelujah. He had compassion on that great multitude. Amen. Hallelujah. Because of his constant prayer, he was constantly vested in the authority of the Father. Amen. His kingdom came through him because Jesus Christ was his kingdom come. Hallelujah. And when you and I... Go to this world, invested in his authority, amen, invested in prayer, enveloped in his authority, his kingdom come, and miracles happen. Hallelujah. Great things happen. Woo! But there has to be that moment that we seek his face. Again, what did he do? He sought, his, he sought the Father. Then after that, sick were healed. Some 5,000 men plus women and children, they all ate. Ate their full, amen. All that for five loaves of bread and two fishes. We all know the story, amen. What do you do after that? He prayed. He prayed, he prayed, he prayed. Guess what? This Christian life is about prayer, constant prayer, amen. Hallelujah. And then what happened? He walked on water, hallelujah. Right after that, wow, we need to make church, we need to make prayer a priority in our lives, amen. Hallelujah. That's the first for me. That's for all of us. We need to make prayer a priority in our lives this morning. Many of y'all would have known me when, uh, when I was 17 years old in this church. Man, I would consider myself a prayer warrior, intercessor prayer warrior. I want to go back to that. I want to be that person again. Amen. Hallelujah. I, I recognize myself, me first, Benjamin Elliot. I need more prayer. I need to spend more time seeking the Father. I need more time in that prayer closet. I need to be praying in the Spirit also when I'm out, out and about on all occasions a lot more. That's me first. First me. Amen. Hallelujah. We need to make prayer a priority in our lives. It's impossible for us to walk out that effective Christian lifestyle that James was talking about. It's impossible to work out righteousness if we're not spending time in prayer. It's impossible for us to have an effective ministry, amen, that impacts this world with the kingdom of God if we are not walking out a prayer life. In essence, prayer is submitting our will our will and our desire to God. That, Lord, I want your will. I want your, your will in my life. I want your desires in my life. I give it all to you. Amen. Always, I want to do your will. It doesn't matter what ministry you are. It doesn't matter what ministry you are. We all need to be walking in prayer. We all need to prayer, pray more. My beloved youth pastor, amen. He constantly reminded us of this fact. First, to be like, why are we always praying? We'd pray before service. We'd pray during service. When we pray after service, and then he would have us go do these all-night prayer meetings. Wow, pray and pray. Do they ever get tired of prayer? Well, I'm so glad he taught us that. That's exactly what he's been happening. We'd honor me to constantly be on our knees in prayer. Amen. Hallelujah. And the mission trips, and we would go. And Zacatecas, you better pray. Tell you what. We are praying up. All right, Brother Lynn? We are praying up and down those, those mountain roads the whole time. Hallelujah. Praying in the Spirit. Hallelujah. Lord Jesus. Lord, you'll see a, one of those suspicious vehicles going by, and you just, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke you, Satan, in the name of Jesus, Father God. And, and you just, you've got to pray. There's no, there's no option in Zacatecas to pray or not to pray. <laughs> Hallelujah. I, I was very blessed to have a mother that, that taught us prayer as well. Every, every morning, she would lay her hands on us. Right, Robin? She would lay her hands on us and pray for us as we go to school. We need to be praying for our children. Amen. Hallelujah. And we need to set the example. We need to pray for them and show and teach them how to pray. I call her today and she still prays for me. And she still reminds me to pray that in the spirit on all, all occasions. 
You see, prayer requires a disciplined Christian walk. It requires discipline on your part and my part. You need to take the initiative, to take the initiative to seek his face. And then you begin to discipline yourself to do it on a daily place. And it becomes a routine, not a ritual. It's something you're excited about. This new morning to seek my father. A new day. Hallelujah. A fresh anointing in my life. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Amen. I've noticed that even in my, in my work, you know, this last year of teaching, before we go to full-time our people in Zacatecas, I've even noticed, as Sir Robin, you may, may concur with this, I'll, I'll, get, I'll take a moment to pray for a certain class, and wow, these things just flow. Spirit just flows for me. I'm teaching those kids. They behave. <laughs> His, his spirit just fills that place with his anointing. And these, these rebellious uh, individuals, teenagers, <laughs> precious, beloved individuals, they behave. But then the next, the next class, I, I, I don't do it. And wow, it's just a whole a chaos. The power of prayer, brothers and sisters, we cannot, the power of prayer is so great. We cannot belittle the power of prayer. I teach the Lord's Prayer, which we're going to talk about right now, this morning, in Zacatecas. And they all know it. They all learn that. Padre Nuestro, que santificado sea tu nombre. They know the Lord's Prayer. They've said it all their lives, but they've never meant it. They've never known that it had any meaning. They never cared about what they were saying. But now they're realizing that, wow, there's meaning to this. God is real. When I say these words, there's power Powerful words, powerful things are taking place in the invisible realm. Hallelujah. Let's go to uh, Luke 11, 1 to 4. We're going to look at the Lord's Prayer. A call to prayer, the Lord's Prayer. <laughs> Luke 11, 1 to 4. I hope you're blessed this morning. I am blessed in the Spirit this morning. The presence of God is in this place. Let's look at verse 1 of, of, of Luke 11. Hallelujah. Now it came to pass, as he was praying in a certain place, as he was what? So, um, shouldn't we be praying? Church, are you praying? Are you praying for each other? Are you praying for your church leadership? Are you praying for your missionaries on the field? I'll be out there in, in Zacatecas, and the Lord just puts random people on my mind. That's what happens when we begin to pray in the Spirit. Whereas we're praying, the Lord will put different people uh, uh, on our minds and specific needs that they, would, they hadn't even told us about. I called up CJ, uh, uh, I emailed CJ a while back, and it's like, Lord, you've been really been telling me to, to pray for you, brother. And there was something, that, a little uh, thing they were going through, and, they, and hallelujah. They battled in prayer, and as we all battle in prayer, hallelujah. It's they, are you praying for the lost of, a, of your area? Are you praying for the rest of the world? Times are evil. We need to be in prayer. How many people show up for, for prayer night, Pastor CJ, when there's prayer night? Huh? Woo! Hallelujah. Glory to Dios. When I was in the leadership team at the church um, down in, on the border that we're, that we're members of, I called for a prayer night. We didn't have a prayer night. Well, guess what? Only the leaders show up and continue to show up because prayer has not become a priority in their lives. In church, God will do great things if we will just seek him. We need to seek his face. So I call you again, church. This morning was awesome. Wow, that prayer time was awesome. If I was, if I was here in Stillwater, I'd be there every, Sister Clarkson, I'd be there every Sunday. It's exciting. The Lord was just speaking through his sister and different ones. And we were just interceding in it. God was just moving. We got pumped up. We were excited. Hallelujah. And we're excited for the rest of the service. Man, take advantage of that. Take advantage of you're in the free country. Take advantage of you're in a church that believes in prayer and be there. Hallelujah. I just... <laughs> I just encourage you. I can encourage you this morning. Hallelujah. <laughs> we call it prayer night, and then the church thinks, oh, that's only for the super spiritual. That's only for the, the most the, um, the hardcore ones. Well, I'll tell you what. God wants to bless your life. God wants to use you. Amen? And God wants you to step it up in prayer. Amen? I encourage you. This, this message is for all, all of us. Again, I say, for me, for me first. I know I've been lacking in the prayer area. I know I need to step it up in my prayer walk. Amen. Hallelujah. Wow. So here we are in the Lord's Prayer. Now it came to pass as he was praying a certain place when he ceased that one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us how to pray as John also taught his disciples. It's, it's okay to ask God, Lord, help me out. Lord, I need your direction. I'm not saying the Lord's Prayer is something you have to pray every, every day. I'm not saying the Lord's Prayer is the only prayer. Because it's not. 
Amen? So there's a lot of things we can learn from the Lord's Prayer this morning. Amen? Hallelujah. I know that my prayers were effective when I'm talking about when I was 17 years old. When I was, I consider myself, people would call me a prayer warrior, prayer ancestor, and I was just in prayer constantly. My prayers were effect, effective. I evaluate and I see why. Why were they effective? Well, they were fervent. They were effective because I was walking in righteousness. I was walking and living out righteousness. I wasn't perfect. Amen. Hallelujah. I wasn't perfect. None of us are perfect. Only Jesus is perfect. We're only righteous because he, called, he has justified us by his blood. We're only righteous because he has called us righteous. Hallelujah. You and I need to walk out righteousness every day. Amen. We need to value ourselves before the Lord every day. Amen. Who, who says it out of sin is a liar. That's what it says in 1 John. Amen. Hallelujah. So he set the example. He went to that deserted, deserted place. Where is your deserted place? When is the last time you went and sought the Lord? Amen. Hallelujah. He's not far away. The more you seek him, the more you'll find him. I love that song. <laughs> the more, you, more I seek you, the more I find you. The more I find you, the more I love you. Ooh, sister, I'm going to be looking for that song y'all sang this morning. That was a good one. Woo, hallelujah. <laughs> Verse 2, we need to glorify his name. So he said to them, when you pray, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Woo. We need to glorify his name. We need to worship him. Hallelujah. Lord, I worship you. Lord, I glorify you. CJ always taught us, hey, put on a worship CD. And then start worshiping. And then the Lord just move, motivates you in the spirit. Just start. Uh, let, the, let the words just flow. You don't have to put the worship CD. But it's just an idea. Amen. Hallelujah. Now we, there's no, we can just put on, turn on the, the internet and go to YouTube and find worship music everywhere. Amen. Hallelujah. So we mean, mean to begin glorifying and worshiping every, every day. Because when we do that, we're saying, Lord, you're here. I'm here. Lord, I need you again this day. More than yesterday. <laughs> More than yesterday, I need you more. Amen. Hallelujah. We need to start out worshiping him. Don't start out asking for things. He knows our real needs. He knows what our real needs are. When we worship him, we are submitting to him. (laughs) And submission is not a bad thing. Submission doesn't show weakness on your part. Amen. Hallelujah. It shows obedience on your part. Hallelujah. Because you are submitting to a righteous and holy God when you worship the Lord. A God who has made you righteous and holy before him. And your prayers can be effective. Why? Because God has called you righteous. Amen. And he who has made you righteous can do the impossible in your life and the lives of those who surround you. The impossible. Yes. Nothing is impossible for God. Nothing is impossible for God. And somebody need to hear that this morning. The Lord said, you need to say that, and someone's going to have, somebody that came this morning needed to hear that. Nothing is impossible for him. You guys may have known, I think Pastor CJ told you about an issue I have with my foot. Did you tell him about that one, CJ, you were praying for? Okay. Um, I had this uh, issue with my foot that, that went on from December all the way till, um, till the summer. It would go on and off, but the first, it was like two months. First, uh, they said it was gout. All right. We rebuked that in the name of Jesus. All right. First, the doctor said it was gout. And then they said it was a stress fracture. Then they said it was a busted nerve. They really just couldn't figure out what it was because it was. But uh, I tell you what, it was just it was just a desperate moment. OK, I evaluated myself for the Lord. Lord, if there's any sin, if this is because of some sin, show me. All right. And then the people started praying for me. And CJ said, we just don't accept this. We do not accept. We understand this. He called me over the phone and. He said, put your hand on, on your foot. Amen. Hallelujah. He said, we don't accept this. He said, well, I don't accept this. God has taken you to Zacatecas to the highest mountain villages where the gospel never preached. We don't accept that your feet are not going to take the gospel to those places. Amen. Hallelujah. We do not accept that in the name of Jesus. But it was, it was tough. Yes, it was tough. It was a long process. And I tell you what, the Lord, the Lord has healed me. Amen. In the name of Jesus. From this issue, I don't have gout. That meant I wasn't going to be able to eat any red meat at all. Okay, that would have been oh, that would have been difficult. No carne asada for you. So they praise the Lord for that. Stay and um, thank you, church, for praying for that. We were in we were in a service in Zacatecas, and we we just have one of those. Remember, baby, one of those services in little in little this little um, um, garage. This is a little garage where we were having the service, and we I just encourage the people to really enter in. We were entering in worship, and. Um, Wow, the Lord just just touched me. I felt like a like a bolt, <laughs> and and it hasn't came back since then. Amen. It has not came back since. So I encourage you. I encourage you with with what 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 was the point of sharing that? 
I'm encouraging you that if you've been praying for something, you've been praying for something long, I just encourage you that God is there and God is going to redeem you. God is going to touch your life and perform that miracle you've been asking. Hallelujah. We just need to be patient. We need to be fervent and be effective in our prayers. And we need to live out righteousness. Amen. And continue submitting to a holy God. Not be complaining about it. That's not going to go anywhere. We can't go anywhere with the complaining. We just need to bring it to the Lord. Lord, I just trust in you. I just seek you, Lord God. I need you. And woo, in those moments that we need him, we all need him, right? In every moment. But in those moments that we, whoa, we get broken with the Lord. We seek his face. Woo, we seek him hardcore. Like Sister Elisa was talking about. Lord, I love you. I need you. Now I call out to you, God. Please help me. That's the kind of passion we need to come to the Lord with. We get his attention. I love that, that, that word Sister was sharing this morning. So when we worship him, we're submitting to his authority. <laughs> and I tell you what, and he invests us with his, his authority. And when his kingdom come, woo, he come to come to this world. I tell you what, his supernatural presence enables us to make his come, kingdom come to this earth. So let's go to that uh, verse, um, the next verse there. Hallelujah. In verse uh well, the same verse two, right? Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. We live in the 21st century. Amen. A world that's all about me, my self-esteem. They're going to fire me for, for a minute saying this. And, uh, about, cause in, the, in, the school, in the schools today, the public school, it's all about self-esteem. It's all about you, you, you. Yeah, you can do it. You can get your dreams come true. You can have prosperity. You can have it. You, 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 you can do it. Yay. And they're going to fire me because I made that statement. About my freedom, it's my dreams, my aspirations, my ego, my way or the highway. We've got our iPods. We've got our iPads. We've got our iPhones. And God, his kingdom, his will, where does, where does that go? Out the window? Putting other needs, needs of other above our own? No, no, it's just about you. Take care of yourself. Only as long as you're happy. You'll be all right. God wants to use your prayers and my prayers to impact this world. Because when we submit our prayers to the Lord, we're saying, God, you're more important. Hallelujah. My needs, uh, I know you're going to take care of my needs. I submit those to you. But I want your kingdom to come and your will be done in not only my life, but those around me, Lord Jesus. Their needs are important. The, the needs of the body are important. Hallelujah. He wants to impact this king, this world, the kingdom of darkness, with with his kingdom, the kingdom of of, of righteousness, the kingdom of light. Can I tell you what? This kingdom of darkness is all about self righteousness. Man, hallelujah. In Zacatecas, it's all about religion and idolatry. The kingdom of darkness has has always had its way with the, the souls of men. But I tell you what, if you and I go into the light of Christ, we submit to his will, he envelops, envelops us with his authority, then we're not only representing ourselves, amen, we're representing God who can do great things, amen, who can penetrate the darkest of all darkness, amen, hallelujah. And I, we're, I just believe God's doing that. God's doing that in Zacatecas and God's doing that all over, the, all over this world, but you and I need to submit to him. We need to submit to his will, have his kingdom come. I don't want my kingdom come. I don't want my kingdom. Woof. You don't want my kingdom. Let me tell you what. It doesn't matter how many uh, demons we're against. <laughs> his light will penetrate and dispel that darkness. But we need to put on the armor of God like Sister Claxa was talking about this morning. Daily. I mean, hallelujah. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, things we don't see. Yes, people, demons exist. Yes, people, angels exist. The invisible things that God says exist, they exist. Amen. We do not wrestle against principalities and powers, against the rules of darkness. Of this age, against spiritual hopes of wickedness in the heavenly places. His kingdom comes, not my kingdoms. I tell you what, is there any sickness in the kingdom of God? <laughs> is there bondage in the kingdom of God? <laughs> then that kingdom that you represent will cast out those things in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. How many believe it? When he sent out his disciples, he said to them, as you preach, say, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. I tell you what, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. That was Jesus. <laughs> That's some good stuff right there, my friends. The kingdom of heaven, that was Jesus. Right the kingdom of heaven, right there embodied. Hallelujah. Can you imagine being with those disciples, hearing those words? The kingdom of heaven right here. He is here. Hallelujah. 
and he is in you. The same power that rose from the grave is in you, my friends. Hallelujah. We need to represent that kingdom and stop representing this, this fleshly kingdom that we've died to. We have died to that fleshly kingdom, that all-about-me kingdom, that self-righteous kingdom. His kingdom in 1 Corinthians 4.20 says that his kingdom of God, the kingdom of God is not in war, but in power. If you'll pray according to his will, tell you what, that power will be manifested in your ministry. Woo, that's what I want. I want his kingdom being manifested in my ministry. Hallelujah. So in order for that to happen, you and I need to be walking in righteousness. We need to be walking in righteousness and obedience. Romans 14 says, 14, 17 says that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. So in other words, if I'm not operating in the spirit, then I'm probably operating in the flesh. See what I'm saying? And thus, I'm not representing the kingdom of God. I want to operate in the spirit and not operate in the flesh. The flesh has nothing to offer this world but death and destruction. Is your ministry, we evaluate ourselves this morning, is your ministry operating in righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit? Therefore, when we pray, when we pray, we need to pray righteousness over our loved ones. That they'll walk in righteousness. They'll walk in righteousness in, in, in the Spirit. That they may be filled with joy and peace in the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. I'll tell you what, that, was a, that foot issue was a long thing, but God had his way. God had his way, and, and when God has his way, amen, we get excited about it. <laughs> we want his way, amen, hallelujah. His will be done. It continues on in verse 3, the Lord's Prayer. How our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, his will be done in your life. There's nothing wrong but everything right about that statement. Because it's not my will, it's not my fleshly desires, it's not that their will be done in their lives, it's God's will. We want God to have his will in their lives. We want them to be operating in, in their area of ministry, in their spiritual gift. We want that to happen because the Spirit wants us to want that to happen. Amen. We recognize that God wants them to reach their full potential. Amen. Hallelujah. We want God to have his will in their lives. We need to be praying that over our children. We need to be praying that over, over the body of Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Prayers are a tool of communication to the God the Father, the only mediator of Jesus Christ. This scripture is really important in Zacatecas. It's really important in the whole world. Verse, 1 Timothy 5. For there is one God and mediator between God and man, the man Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. That's who we need to be praying to. Because when he prayed, the Father prayed for his will to be done. Hallelujah. Now, Jesus Christ. Now, we can pray to Jesus Christ who represents us in heaven. Hallelujah. Gloria a Dios. And he's the only one that can make those things happen. In Zacatecas, there's way too many, too many mediators. There's just so many, you can't even count them. Jesus Christ, he's the one. He's the one that made that statement, your will be done. He's the one that broke the veil so you and I could have open, direct communication with the Father. Amen. Hallelujah. Has God been speaking to you lately? Have you been seeking his face and then listening to him? I, I tell you again, submitting to God is not a sign of weakness, my friends. Amen? There's nothing non-macho about that. <laughs> Praying that God will have his way and me not have my way is a sign that I'm walking and operating it in the Spirit. Hallelujah. In Zacatecas, everyone has a saying. We have a saying down there, Primeramente Dios, which, which in essence would mean if God wills or the Lord willing. But they don't really, it's just a statement, it's just a cultural statement. It doesn't really mean anything to them. But I tell you, it's, that's too bad. It's just only words. It's only words. There's nothing real about that. But you and I, when we according, play according to his will, we're declaring his kingdom come, his will to be established on, on this earth. John 15, 7, encouraging, encouraging us to be in his will as we pray. If you abide in me, okay, so we need to abide in him. My words abide in you. Then you will ask what you should desire. It shall be done for you. God doesn't need me. <laughs> God doesn't need me, doesn't need you to accomplish his will, but he has, he has decided to use the church as his instrument to take the gospel to the ends of the earth. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for wanting to use me. He doesn't need us, doesn't need us for anything, but he has chosen us as his instrument. Hallelujah. So, Lord, your will be done. 
Your will be done through me. Thank you for using me, Lord Jesus. And we pray, we need to pray that constantly. Lord, have your will be done in my life. Use me today, Lord Jesus, for your glory, your honor me. Use me to make your kingdom come today, Lord Jesus. Amen. He has chosen us. He moves us to, sometimes he moves us to pray, like I said, for, for specific needs. Maybe a missionary is on the field. All the time, the Lord just, when I'm down there in Zacatecas, moves me to, to pray specifically for the Tedros or pray specifically for the woods or pray for my friends that are serving the Lord in China, other missionaries. Because God is using them as his instruments, just as he's using me. He's using all of us as missionaries to accomplish his will. So we need to be praying for them. We need to be praying that the Lord will strengthen them constantly. The Lord will fill them with peace and joy in the spirit. will 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 encourage them. Amen. Hallelujah. We need to pray for each other, church. God has called us to do that. And if we love each other, we need to pray for each other. We need to build each other up. Apostle Paul, whoo, he was in constant prayer for the saints. I'll tell you what. Of all the many churches he had established, you can read about it in Romans. I'm just going to give you the scriptures. You want to look at them later. 1, 8 to 9. Colossians 1, 3 to 4. And in verse 9. And then 1 Thessalonians 1, 2. In 1 Thessalonians 1, 2, it says, I give thanks to God always for... You can put in the... You can put the person's name in there, right? You can pray scriptures. Yeah, the scriptures have power. Yes! The scriptures have power when you speak the word of God. We were doing that this, this morning, right? Such a clock, and that was exciting. I give thanks to God always, always for NCF, making mention for, of CJ, making mention of Ken. Amen, hallelujah. <laughs> making mention of Brother Lynn. Amen, hallelujah. Why? Because we are living in evil days. We need each other's prayers. We need to lift each other up. Pray, over the, pray the scriptures over the brethren. Pray in the spirit over the brethren. I encourage you to step it up in, that, in your prayer walk. I encourage you to step it up in your intercession walk for the lost. Tell you what, uh, the prophet Moses, he, he put the example when, whew, when God was like, get, I'm getting rid of these people. I'm going to annihilate these people, these rebellious, stiff-necked people. He came down the mountain. He's like, I'm done with these people. <laughs> Moses reminded him, hey, didn't you choose them to make your name known in the earth? Didn't you say you're going to bless them and use them to, you know, to let your name be known and you're going to bless their nation and all that? It's like, all right. Use, God uses us to intercede for the lost. We need, to get in, we need to put ourselves in that place. We need to put our place in the lost and we need to pray for the lost, intercede for the lost more. Amen. Hallelujah. Because God is listening <laughs> and God is interceding. Jesus Christ, he's interceding. He's interceding at the right hand of the Father. Amen. Hallelujah. For those lost, for those lost family members you have, you and I need to stop giving up hope. Stop giving up and we need to have hope again. Amen. Hallelujah. And pray for those people again. Amen. Hallelujah. Because God is greater and God can change the most prodigal of sons. But you and I need to believe and let the spirit flow through us and do that and pray for those people according to his will. You know, it's the, um, um, we were praying for rain. For Zacatecas, the last two years had been really, uh, um, in fact, about four years had been really dry years in Zacatecas. I think we told you guys a little bit about that. And we, our men down there, the farmers, they're, they're um, dry land farmers, as, as Brother Lynn would, would, would tell me. They're called dry land farmers. They don't use irrigation. Okay. And so they're dependent on the rain from heaven. Amen. Hallelujah. They're dependent on what God sends. Woo. Hallelujah. So, so the last few years, it had been really dry, all right? And the last summer, the beginning of 2011, I began praying, Lord, just send the rain. And, and I and encouraged my people, let's, let's pray for rain. And the Lord said, um, stop praying. I was like, what? Stop praying for that because guess what? This year, I'm not going to send the rain until next year. These people are rebellious and they don't, they don't, they don't want to call on me. They don't want to obey me. They don't want to give rid of their idols. Just go ahead and, and stop praying for that and move on. And he moved me on to something else. God does that. The Spirit will move you from one direction to another. Because basically he said, you can pray all you want, but this year it's not happening. You got me? And so then, then this next summer, whoo, like I, tell you, I said, people, I'll tell you what, God has told me that it's going to rain. It had been, it had been dry all up to that point in, in June. Normally back in, back in the day, it used to, it used to rain starting in the beginning of June all summer. And it was already end of June. It hadn't rained. People are starting to get desperate. People are starting to tell me, Brother Ben, call for rain. I'm like, you can pray for rain too. Amen. Get rid of your idols and start praying for rain. I'm praying in Jesus' name. And so the Lord said, let me get the people together. Let's declare a day of prayer and fasting. Amen. 
How many know that God moves when there's, when there's fast prayer and fasting? <laughs> God does amazing things. And so um, we did. I tell you what, we declare a, a day of prayer and fasting, and boom, it started. It's just the next day. The next, it was, it was like midnight exactly. <laughs> okay, like it was like perfect. The next day, midnight, um, and uh, 12 a.m. It started. It started raining for pouring rain, and and the whole summer. If it would miss a day, maybe one or two days, that was it, all summer. It's so green down there. It's so beautiful, so lush, so beautiful. And praise the Lord for that. Praise God for that. God sent the rain. We called on him. He sent the rain. He told us to call on him. We, and we called on him. We cried out to him. We prayed. We fasted. We sought him. And he sent the rain. And he sent a spiritual rain. I mean, we want that one too, right? But God moved us to that. And who knows next year? But his will... May his will be done. May his will be done, and hallelujah for that. Hallelujah, 2011, Southern 2011, it didn't rain. Hallelujah, hallowed be his name. His will was done. It wasn't to, be, wasn't to rain that year. But this year, 2012, hallowed be his name. Lord, Lord Dios, it rained. Praise God. <laughs> Maybe next year, 2013, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be like, but I, what I do know is that I need to submit to his will, and I need to pray according to his will. His perfect will. <laughs> he meets our daily needs. I'll tell you what, in that, that next scripture, it says, give, give us day by day our daily bread. <laughs> Guess what? I'm not a prosperity, prosperity gospel preacher, and I'm not going to uh, uh, get down on those that are. But not, God has not called us all to live in mansions. God has not called all of us to, to drive in Lamborghinis. I put the Lord to test with this. I put the Lord to test with this. And you can put the Lord to test with it in your life so you can, you can be settled in your heart about it. Because I heard one of those, uh, those sermons. Okay, right now, right now, whatever you, whatever you want, ask for that specific thing. I mean, be specific. I'm talking the color. I'm talking the make. I'm talking the model. I'm talking the year. You be specific, and that's what you're going to get. And God can do that. Yes, he can, and he may do that in your life. But I put him in test for me. For, I'm talking for me, for Ben Elliott and my, my personal walk with the Lord. Uh, so I went down. I went forward, and I, okay, and I, okay. I want, a, I, want a, I want a truck that's like this, this color, this, this make, this model. Boom, boom, boom. Guess what? I never got that truck. But God gave, God gave me this clumped up Ford Ranger 94, a standard. Um, um, it's kind of, you know, it's okay. I like it. God gave me what I needed. He knew I didn't need the brand new, spanking new, you know. He knew I didn't know, need that. He gave me what I really need. God knows what your real needs are, my friends. Cry to him and present yourself to God in, in humility with those needs. Because he knows what those needs are. Thank God, hallelujah, for those bare necessities. Amen? Those bare necessities. Hallelujah. Thank you, God, for a roof over my head. Thank you, Jesus, this day. Thank you, God, because today I have food to eat. Hallelujah. God, thank you for closing my back this day. Thank you that I'm alive and well and I can serve and glorify you today. Hallelujah. Matthew 6 tells us not to worry about clothing. The word has already said, declare that the righteous have never been seen begging for bread. God is going to take care of us. Woo, Pastor C.J. and Dale, have, we, have they not trained us in this, in this issue? Woo, to trust in the Lord. Hallelujah. They have always tra- uh, taught us that. To, uh, and when, when we're lacking in faith, to ask God to increase our faith. Yes. We need, we need that. We need to be able to trust in Him. We need Him to be able to increase our faith. When has God not provided for one single trip of us to go to Zacatecas? He's always provided everything we need. Amen. Hallelujah. For the gas money, for everything. I'll tell you what. Some people would discourage me, would discourage our family. We're a young family. We're not the, we're not the status quo. We're not the status quo of I'm going to work through and, and retire and then go off to the mission field. And if that's what God called people to do, then hallelujah for that. On ours, it's, we're young, and yes, God has called us now. Yes, we're, we're, we're called. Hallelujah. Every minister began with a calling. And we believe God is calling us to go to our people I'm in Zacatecas. And some would discourage us, say, no, you can't go unless you meet that full-time budget. And some people would, would discourage us in that. But I tell you what. If, God's, if, if God has called me to go, won't he provide for my needs? I have faith in him, not in the budget. Amen. Hallelujah. I don't care. If, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to trust in men because men will always fail me. I trust in him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. Give him the glory. Man may fail you, but God will never fail you. 
He may test your faith sometime. Hallelujah. <laughs> to see if you really trust in him. To see if you're going to whine about it or you're going to pray about it. Hallelujah. <laughs> you must pray in faith. No doubting. Amen. Hallelujah. According to James 1, 6, 1, 16. I think we're going to go ahead and stand in prayer. It's about time. Amen. Hallelujah. We have about five more pages here. But hallelujah. God has his. Go ahead and stand in prayer. <laughs> I've been teaching my, my, our people to trust in God for their needs. This guy named uh, Chewy down there, his uh, construction company simply lost their contract with, uh, with the company that they were working with. And, and so he was discouraged, and he's a new believer. And, and I, I just told him, I, I encouraged him, trust in God. Let's call it to God. And you know what God did? He restored the contract. Hallelujah. And he got the work again. Those are the kind of things that God does. I'd be encouraged this, this morning, folks. And still, we're just going to um, open the altar for those who need prayer. Amen. Hallelujah. If you've been seeking him for something and, and you've been seeking and seeking and seeking and just haven't seen his, his hand in the ear and the issue, I just encourage you today that God, God is here. God wants to touch you. God wants to glorify himself through you and meet your need this morning. If you have confession, need to confess uh, uh, sin, we were going to get to that here in a minute in the Lord's Prayer. But if you have sin that the Lord's bringing to your heart, the Holy Spirit bringing to your heart, that you need to confess so you can walk out righteous and you say, you know what? For my prayers to be effective, for me to be effective, Brother Ben, to live an effective lifestyle, I need to be walking out righteousness. And I recognize that there's areas in my life that, that do not reflect righteousness. My prayers are going to, not going to be effective because I'm doing my own thing. I'm, not, I'm doing my will. I'm not submitting to God's will. Just the, the, the altar's open. You can seek the Lord at, uh, right where you're at. You can kneel before the Lord. You can come here before the altar and seek Him and confess your sins. He is faithful and just to forgive your sins, cleanse you of all unrighteousness. Amen. Hallelujah. And He will restore you. And, I, and also, if there's just anybody that has a need with, with uh, a physical healing, this morning God wants to heal you in the name of Jesus. God wants you to trust in Him. He wants you to trust in His Word, what His Word says to do, to let the elders of the church pray over you, those anointed, God-appointed elders to pray over you, and the, and the prayer of faith will save you. The prayer of faith will heal you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The, the altar is open for, for any prayer needs you may have. Hallelujah. I just want to encourage you to respond if you feel like the Lord... Well, if you want to respond to the call to come and be prayed for, we want to welcome you to. And I'm going to close in prayer and the rest of you are, are dismissed to go and and just everyone be blessed and just continue to draw close to him and his promises. He'll, he will draw close to you. So, Father, we thank you for this wonderful day we've had. We thank you for bringing Ben and his family.